1: Okay, Smarty, don't go to a party. This week on the Story Song Podcast.
2: The Story
3: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney.
0: I'm Rachel Oaks.
3: And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode, we walk through the world of a story song, and this week, mm. we're talking about the song "Mama Told Me Not to Come."
1: Listen uh,
3: to your mama. Always listen
0: to. Always your mama. listen to mama.
3: <laughs> mama told me not to come. Made famous by Three Dog Night. What? What? A, what, a, what a weird. What a weird phrase. Why would I say that? Uh, why? Why don't I just say "Bye, Three Dog Night"? Yeah. Because you keep uh, singing it karaoke, and you're
1: trying to make it famous. <laughs> <laughs> I will someday. I will. <laughs>
0: Someday we'll be made
3: um, famous by Dan McInerney. <laughs> uh Michael, you know Brandy is my karaoke <laughs> song. That's Come everybody's on. Everybody's karaoke song. <laughs> um best song. But we'll get into that, yes. As you probably guessed, it is a surprise. It's a cover uh song, which we'll we'll get Did to. I don't know that. I know. I had no idea. Yeah. Um but Uh, We'll talk about that. So let's talk about the story of this story song. I would have said before I did the research that this is a story about a man Uh who goes to a party, drops acid for probably the first time, and has kind of a a bad trip. I will say that everything I read about this, the, the... the LSD part was not so much mentioned, mm-hmm. but I have my own, I have my own theory on that.
0: Yeah. I mean, which we'll w- get into which it, but discuss. that's, that would surprise me if it has nothing yes. to do with anything.
3: Um, with all, but, th- you
0: know, with, uh, you know, uh, mind altering substances.
3: Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe he's I just mean, like on what Ritalin year was song from? or, uh, Late
1: well, the, this
3: version is, is from 1970
1: yeah, so, so I mean that was everything. Oh, I agree. Everything was a mind altering substance, <laughs> exactly. <gasps>
3: um, so anyway, he goes to a party. He probably drops acid, and um, when the story's when the song starts, he's already on his trip, man, and he he's not having a lot of fun. Uh, it's mostly just kind of scary and annoying, and he keeps thinking the whole time about how his mama told him not to come. And how she was probably right Because of course she was Because you should always listen to your mother As
1: he was walking out the door she said They're all going to laugh at you
3: <laughs> She said that'll be a good reference In 20 years or so <laughs> Listen to your mama I know what I'm talking about the whiskey in
4: your water Sugar in your tea? What's all this crazy question asking me This is the craziest spot.
3: The thing I've always liked about this song is that there are a lot of songs about drugs, right? (laughs) Sure. Especially from this time period, right? Yes. Um, But this is one of the very few songs that... uh, What's the word I want? That that shows... There's
1: no hope with dope. There's no hope with dope. Thank you, Michael. That's what I wanted to
0: say. (laughs) (laughs) Michael's got it.
1: Um, I mean, that's a direct quote from, uh, Brandon Tartikoff and and the (laughs) Saved by by the the Bell 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 gang. gang. (laughs) I also loved how like, when, when, like in
3: high school, they would have posters that were like, why do you think they call it dope? And it was, it would be like, guys, you're putting a hat on a hat. Like it's already called dope. (laughs) We know why it's called dope. Like it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like it's not like you discovered something. Like we know. Right. We got it. Like the people who called it dope called it dope for the same reason that you're calling it. I'm just the point <laughs> here this is not helping, is my point. They uh. called it that for the posters. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. But this is a this is a song and a story that presents narcotic intake in a way that I have I have experienced, which is to say again. Just kind of annoying. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you 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 go to a party, you, like, do it, and then it's like, ah, oh man, like, this is going to be another six hours, and it's, like, hard to concentrate. People keep asking me questions, and, ah, oh man, I don't know. This was fun and for, I, like,
0: three minutes, and now I just want to go thing. to
3: bed. That's the thing. It was fun for a little while, yeah. and that, yeah, exactly. Now I want to go to bed. I can't sleep. I think I'm grinding my teeth. Um, and like I said, I know that this is just going to be another like six. I can't watch TV. I can't concentrate. This sucks. And so that's my that kids. The
1: walls are melting, that sort of thing.
3: Kids, if you're out there listening, don't do drugs, not because it will ruin your life, which it could, which it could. But it's just going to be generally annoying. Like, just yeah. that's, that's my point. Is it's, just, it's just kind of a bummer all around. And that's, that's what this song is about. Yep. That's, if the more Dan, you know.
0: Yeah, Dan, if you had been McGruff the Crime Dog talking yeah. about drugs, then I think we would have gotten further in the war on drugs.
3: I agree. I, again, I've, I think if I was McGruff the Crime Dog... Or or the equivalent in The War on Drugs. I, right. Yeah. I think I would have solved the problem because, again, I wouldn't have done a, like, what do you think they call it, dope, like, scare tactics. I would have been like, guys, it's just, I mean, you can try it once, but I'm going to tell you, it's lame. You guys are not going to like it. <laughs> so when when you guys are bummed out on a Saturday night, you come back to me, and then we're going to talk about ways to have fun. <laughs> That's right.
0: Huh.
3: We, we're going to do Settlers of Qatar.
0: <laughs> um... <laughs> You want a real high.
3: (laughs) Get high on uh, resource management.
0: Get high high on trading resources, wheat for coal, or whatever it is.
1: You want to have real fun. You're going to need a few more sides on those dice. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Let's start here at the top. So he says,
3: want some whiskey in your water, sugar in your tea. What's all these crazy questions you're asking me? This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on the lights cuz I don't want to see. Okay. First thing is this guy loves the word crazy cuz he uses it twice <laughs> in the first stanza.
0: I would say overuses it. Oh, like these aren't these aren't crazy questions? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> these are pretty these basic are... questions. That's
3: these
1: are like, pretty simple questions. That's like you want I am the to... butler. This is my job is to ask you
0: I got one job. If you would
1: like more tea.
0: We've got whiskey right. and tea. Would you like either of them? That's like at a, <laughs> you're at a wedding and they're coming around and they say, would you like a champagne? Uh sure. You know, they, they're like handing you champagne. Would you like champagne? And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Settle down. Where am I even? Is cham- <laughs> yeah. You're just asking me right out of the blue if I want champagne? God,
1: Can I offer you a places- mini quiche? What is what this crazy is- place? <laughs>
0: what are you saying? What are you saying?
1: Where am I? Now, let me be clear. I
3: am here at my cousin's wedding. (laughs) <laughs> Which, of course, therefore means I am tripping balls right now. So you guys have got to yeah. chill with Is that a with tower the of
0: seafood? What? And where? Oh, my God. Did- oh, my God. I'm, I'm
3: hallucinating a chocolate
1: fountain, everyone. <laughs> Such a thing could not possibly exist. You guys, that water Sorry. just turned into chocolate.
0: <laughs> this technology doesn't exist.
1: And people are putting bits of watermelon in it. What is happening?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean... The, this we'll I mean we'll get into it more but this guy's only saving grace is if he's high because if yes. he's not the moment that somebody says you want some whiskey in your water sugar in your tea the moment that he says what are these crazy questions you're asking me this party's crazy that's when somebody turns to somebody else and says up oh, we got one this yeah. guy <laughs> this guy's Watch out for him. Try stay away from him the whole night. Try to stay away from Three Dog the whole night. Cause... <laughs>
3: All right. <laughs> Guys, who invited Three Dog? Because right.
1: this guy is single-handedly ruining my wedding. From the we specifically accepted. invited Three Dog and Guest because we thought that you would bring someone cool. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but no. Well, I have been to parties
3: where, people are, where people are oh. drinking tea. And I would describe those parties as extremely uncrazy. Um, <laughs> the- because normally we're sitting around drinking tea, talking about, you know, whatever, old TV shows or something. Not nothing crazy. No. is going to happen or could possibly happen and, at a tea drinking party. And- this is this is a book club, I don't know. other why, than the so fact that other than the fact that I'm going to go to the bathroom
1: multiple times because <laughs> tea just goes right through me. But otherwise. <laughs> It's going to be very uncrazy. Yeah, there's people nothing. People are sitting here talking about books that they've read. This is crazy. <laughs> you guys have some kind of book club that you're
3: doing? Like, this is the craziest thing I've heard of since a chocolate fountain. These are things guys- that do not go together.
1: Don't go in there. There are a bunch of people sitting in a circle talking about a book that they have all read. <laughs>
0: it's like a cult or something. <laughs> uh-huh. This is crazy. And they're having tea, and one of them had whiskey in their water. Well, th- uh, listen, listen, this guy is a lame-o, is what I'm going to say straight off the bat. <laughs> This guy's a lame-o, Three dogs a lame-o, and every party needs one, but here it is. And right from the get-go, the moment he gets in, terrible.
3: Yes. Well, I mean, like you said, the only way that he's not a total lame-o, if, like, this is his first time on heavy drugs, right, yes. and he's
1: freaking out, because, you know... That, that at what, least is understandable. Right. What could be happening is he's just not a drinker and he goes to a party yes, and he's drinking his tea or he's drinking his water and people are kind of like making fun of him. Like, hey, you want some whiskey in that water? And he's like, you know what? I'm cool. He. Here's the thing though, Michael. and they're like, No, you're not. And he's like, No, 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 right, no. That's not funny. I
3: would understand that if he was like, I'm not, I'm not into what's happening at this party, right? Yeah, the or problem is, I'm not drinking tonight, but the problem is, right? But the problem, like, he's like, This is the craziest questions. Well, that yeah, anyone's ever asked me, yeah. Well, because the thing is, is that, like, I, like I was gonna say, so this song comes out in 1970, right? Yep. So, if this person is, say, in their early 20s, they grew up in the 50s. Do you think they've never encountered someone drinking whiskey? Right. before? Like, <laughs> I understand that maybe they don't drink whiskey, but they can't be that mind-blown over yeah. the idea. of yeah. someone drinking whiskey. They, later, they've never seen. Was well, it later? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> later someone later someone is smoking a cigarette. And that also freaks them out. Again, they live through the fifties and sixties, so I mean, there were people who were made of cigarettes back then. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, so there's no way that you you have to you're surprised by that.
0: Well, I will say this: they did rewrite these first two lyrics. It used to be "want some peyote in your water sure, and right. high grade cocaine in your teeth," <laughs> and right. so th- they did tie it down, but they didn't change any of. Oh, other this is stuff. this is that the radio be, edit. That that's the it's the radio edit. So that's that's yeah. a little crazier. But right, no, right, it's ridiculous. Right. And then when he says don't turn on the lights because I don't want to see, I'd imagine everybody says the lights are just fine as they are. They are party <laughs> level. We're not gonna turn right. on the lights. This isn't a bar at last call. This is perfectly fine party lighting.
1: Well, Look, what if what if all the crazy questions what if he's like this is the craziest party there could ever be? What what are all these crazy questions? That I'm being asked. The questions aren't crazy. It's because a talking dog is. Oh, right, right. That's, that's possible. That's Find possible. your soulmate, Homer.
0: Michael, <laughs> can I
3: ask you a question? Yeah. Can I, can I ask you a serious question right now? Sure. Between you and me. Yep. <laughs> yep. Is this dog wearing sunglasses and a tiny Hawaiian shirt?
1: Yeah, of course. Okay. Why
3: okay you that mean? Mean, well, that means a lot to me, just so you know, because <laughs> as you know. I am good personal friends with Spuds McKenzie, <laughs> I just like to know that he's out there, right? That he's doing well. Yeah, um, he was walking ready. around the party being like beer. Anybody beer? <laughs>
0: doing the Lord's work.
3: <sighs> I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop this uh, sugar cube from my mouth into your tea. Is that is that okay with you? No, too weird. No, do, uh, do you want to a
1: crazy question. I'm not really not really drinking beer tonight, Spuds. You got any uh, whiskey? <laughs> Look, I've got the sponsorship deal.
3: Like <laughs> <Look>, I can. <laughs> a problem um i do want to say that yes um when you said you know turn on the lights um obviously this is a party so of course you know the lights are off and the only lights are a bunch of uh hot tamale uh christmas yeah. lights <laughs> that are yeah. thrown around um because that is the perfect party lighting oh yeah um yeah yeah or, so, and, and, br- and perhaps- all the
0: overhead fluorescent lighting is covered with like um tapestries like those light oh, tapestries, like tie-dye yeah. tapestries yep
3: Right, right. Yep. Ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. Couple and of, and of course. Lamps. The lava lamp is on. Yes. That's oh, what I was yeah. gonna say. Yes, oh, obviously yeah.
1: the lava lamp is going. Um but uh <laughs> Just, someone walks in, the, the lava lamp's on, like, oh you having a party? Yeah. I <laughs> tell you no. Know. When the, that lamp's off, it's it's right. regular day. Uh I mean lava
3: lamp, uh hot tamale lights, uh dog and sunglasses, people drinking tea. I've been to this party. I've literally <laughs> been to this exact party. <laughs>
0: Uh, side note, my father was cleaning out the basement and just found a lava lamp, brought it upstairs, plugged it in. Oh. So now we've got a lava lamp in the dining room at my father's nice. house. Nice. So, um, a formal, can I ask a our formal dining room <laughs> has <laughs> a lava lamp in it.
3: Is this a 70s lava lamp or is this a 90s revival of the 70s lava lamp?
0: I don't Do you
3: know? No. Okay. I'll do okay. more research Cause...
0: next time. No, oh, that's
3: there. fine. Yes, please report back. I will. Um but I was gonna say, because I had a lava lamp, but of yeah, course yeah, that yeah. was that was from the, the you know, let's pretend we're in the seventies. From
0: Spencer's gifts. Yeah. You can say it's from Spencer's the, gifts. It was Spencer, it's Spencer, yeah, Spencer's gifts. It was Spencer's gifts. You
3: know, Spencer gave me a gift <laughs> that I was able to buy <laughs> something at his store. So that was he he gave me that as a as a privilege. Yeah. Um <laughs> The last thing I want to say gave me is a
1: gift card to his <laughs> store. Exactly. <laughs>
3: um the last thing I would say is just that um so, away back in the day, I mean, I guess technically you still could, but back in the day, people would put liquid LSD onto sugar cubes mm-hmm. and adjust it that way. I'm just saying maybe the sugar in your tea is a is hinting at something. I just want it's not funny, but I just wanted to point it out. yeah one, as, only hope as really. a fact right again, well, that's the other thing is, is this song possibly about someone who was you know? ingested this unintentionally mm-hmm. and is now totally freaking out. I don't think so only cause I think you would be freaking out more, but that's just right. me. Maybe you just sort of like are so gone. You don't even understand what's what's happening,
1: but yeah. um, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's somebody who's not drinking at this party and, and, People are like, "Oh, you want some sugar in your tea?" We're all having cosmopolitans. This is a fancy sure. party,
0: Michael. Who hurt you that you're really, yeah. <laughs> you're really <laughs> like sticking on this? You're really sticking up for three dog. Like you're yeah. putting it on the other people a lot.
3: Yeah. Well, you're also like Michael's really on the impression that people are like bullying.
0: Him. Yeah, invited be him to like, a party. Oh, you
3: want some sugar in your tea? It yeah. like I mean they could just genuinely be asking. Like, hey, Three dog. I see you're drinking some tea. Um, we, have, we have sugar. We have, uh, we have cream.
1: You know, whatever you might like. And you- he's like, what are these crazy questions you're what asking me? What are all these me? crazy questions? There's not a packet of Splenda to be found. You know I'm on
0: keto. I can't have sugar. <laughs> Next you're going to offer me some bread.
1: Rice Krispie Treats? Oh, I'll take some Rice Krispie Treats. Oh, sure. Absolutely. There's no hey, sugar yeah. No. No. Um, okay.
3: So don't turn on the lights because I don't want to see. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come. That ain't the way to have fun. No. So, again, love the song in that the, the ingesting of drugs mm-hmm. is generally just sort of annoying. Um, and the person who told them not to come to this party was his mother,
2: <laughs> <Yep>.
3: <laughs> which is great. It's such a great thing. like, Because cause the mom knows what's going to happen. She's like, look. <laughs> Three dog. You, I don't, I don't want to have to say this out loud, but you're going to this party. I feel like I got to do Your father and I knew when you were born that you were a lame-o. Uh, <laughs> it was clear. The doctors told us. Um, and you are going to go to this party, and you're going to totally spaz out like the huge lame-o that you are. Um, so don't go. Just stay here with me,
0: sweetie. Your father and I love you so much, but you're an indoor kid.
3: Exactly. (laughs) You stay. Mm. We will watch Lawrence Welk tonight, Mm. and we'll let the cool
1: kids have fun. No, okay. um, Um, All right. I know you're doing that as a joke, but Lawrence Welk is actually a real good time. (laughs)
0: Leave your stamp collection here, maybe. Okay. Maybe we put it down. Mm -hmm. My 27 year old son.
3: And listen, you know, we, you know, you can't have tea after 7 p.m. There's no way there's, you're not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> You'll be up you all night. A, if you have that much caffeine, you're going to be in the bathroom four times. Um, <laughs> So absolutely not. Don't go to a party where they're drinking tea. That that was her main advice. Was, <laughs> Everything else is fine. Just don't drink the tea. That's that's the that's why he was so shocked by the question.
1: Or, um, I mean, maybe she's giving him this advice. Maybe she's. Talking to him from experience, where okay. I mean, if this guy, it's 1970 say so he's 20. I mean, sure, his mother could have been a flapper, mm. <laughs> and she's like a well, flapper.
3: <laughs> wait a minute, yeah.
1: <laughs> how old would she be? I don't think that math works out.
0: If he's 27, be... he was born in like in, in in 70s. He was born in like the 40s. Yeah, she could be a she could have been a. Um, oh no, okay. no, no, she wouldn't have. Been well, a no, because that's pushing. She it. would
3: have. She would have been. She would have been a kid in, the, in 20s. the 20s. Right, right, right.
1: She would have been a, a flapper. She was a baby a flapper. She went to speakeasies. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Sure, whatever. Um, but I don't know. Maybe she was like, look, I've been to this party. Right. You don't want to go to that party. And you don't want to go to that party.
0: And I'm cool. And I, I even, <laughs> it was a little bit much for me.
1: But You're I'm, a complete. Cool. You're
0: a complete square.
1: <laughs> You're a total zero. <laughs> You're a total zero, Son.
0: complete nothing. I love you, but honestly. Why do, you know what? Not a good time.
1: You stay here. I'm going to go to this party. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) I will go in your stead.
1: I I fit in a little bit better than you do.
3: You know, Michael, when you said uh, she's speaking from, I thought for sure you were
1: going to say Beyond the Grave (laughs)
3: uh, and not from experience. I was like, where is this going?
1: (laughs) Yep. Uh, This is one of our many ghost songs.
0: (laughs) Ghost mama told me not to come.
1: (laughs) We've got uh, Ghost Horse. We've got Ghost Mountain. We got Ghost Flapper.
4: Open up the window. Pass some air to this room. I think I'm always choking from the smell of stale perfume. And that cigarette you're smoking, I'll scared you up to death. Open up the window, sucker. Let me catch
3: my breath. I agree with him about opening the windows, uh-huh. right? If you're having a tea party. Oh, a tea party. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> if you're having a tea party with your dolls because you're a little girly, um, you you definitely
1: want some fresh air coming into the room. Right. Oh, okay. my God. If this guy's, like, sitting around a table with a bunch of dolls having a tea party, <laughs> and, and he's like, out. this is the craziest tea party I have ever been to. Now, that would make sense if he was on
3: yes. acid. Yeah. If he yes. was on acid, <laughs> sitting here. Why are getting- these dolls talking to me? <laughs> sitting he broke into someone's house. He's sitting in a little girl's bedroom, having a tea party with her dolls. Right. Um, that, that part, now we're getting somewhere.
1: <laughs> now this is making sense. That bear um, is asking me questions. It's Teddy Ruxpin. He does that. <laughs> uh.
0: um, but listen, well, here's the thing. It, it depends on the party. It, hopefully he's 27. If it's a college party, you can't open up that window. The RA is going to hear the noise. You got to keep those windows closed, and it doesn't matter how insanely hot it gets in there or how smoky it gets in there. You keep those windows closed.
3: Those hot tamale lights are giving off some heat.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. They
0: ain't no LEDs. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> the room's just filled with lava lamps, and those things get warm.
0: <laughs> Real
3: hot.
1: Absolutely. Literally. Yeah, They're full of lava, you yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. This, this is an actual lava lamp. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Well, um, the stale perfume mm-hmm. could be, I feel like it could be two things. There's one thing that it probably is more than the other. It could either be that like older woman perfume. You know what I'm talking about. It's insanely flowery. Oh, yeah, of but course. More so. So <laughs> it, like this is like if it's somebody else's like mother's house and it's like this just smells like old woman perfume
1: mm. more or like, his mother actually showed up to the party.
0: That's right. He's like, what's that smell? That's my mom. Um. <laughs> <laughs> or more likely, and I will. This is why I also agree with him about opening up the window. It's probably patchouli. Uh, it's probably <laughs> patchouli incense. Which well, you guys
1: are really painting a picture of this party.
0: W- which whoa! Tell me, uh, the moment I step in and I smell patchouli, I just want to be like, why, why, why so, patchouli?
3: Rachel, try to imagine. Uh huh. You are you are in a room. With the windows closed, Mm -hmm. multiple people have patchouli oil on them, and they are smoking cigarettes. This is a yet another reminder that the past stunk. (laughs)
0: Like literally, (laughs) literally have smelled so bad
3: all the time. Yeah, in in the past, now anywhere you went in the past,
1: it smelled really bad. Picture, picture that scenario. Okay. The walls are melting, mm-hmm. and there's a talking dog offering me tea.
0: <laughs> right. Patchouli's, and you tell me this yeah. guy's
1: not like justified in freaking Th- out. Then patchouli- oh, he's justified. He's justified.
0: Then patchouli oil is the least of your problems.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: But I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, to find common ground with this lame o Michael. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I, <laughs> if it smells like stale perfume. Whether it's that weird floral, rosy, gardenia thing, or whether it's patchouli, which smells like, I don't know, a parent's disappointment, the, then, <laughs> then you got to open up the window, you know?
1: Well, I mean, and, that's the other mm-hmm. thing. It's also 1970 where, one, everybody smokes. Right. Yeah. And two, everybody smokes Indoors, yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah. Open up the window. Right. Open up the damn window. Somebody like, if, if, he, if, he, if he was like, "Hey, window. could all the smokers just go outside?" It would be him alone in a room with the dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now- and the dog would turn to him and say, "Guess it's just us."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's you and me, talking buddy. dog. Um, the cigarette. When he says that cigarette you're smoking, about scared me half to death. It's got to be a marijuana cigarette, right? Well, potentially. <laughs> I mean, if he's a lame-o.
3: if he's a lamo, but or, even I mean, even the biggest lame, the the lamest of the Lamos. Yeah. I mean, are they scared of a marijuana <laughs> cigarette? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They might want to avoid it, but I don't right. think they're like scared when they see it. This is this is the line. That makes me almost certain that he is on something, and I get it. Look, even the perfume might even be normal perfume. Right. If you were, I have been under the influence of of substances that McGruff the Crime Dog very clearly told me not to take. Um, <laughs> that they brought. And to I the, know... That they
0: brought to your school in a in a briefcase
3: <laughs> and showed us how to how showed to us. properly prepare them. That's Right. Showed us behind uh,
0: <laughs> behind like plexiglass
3: the way you were supposed to prepare and consume each of the illegal drugs (laughs) that they told you to never take um a very very poor plan if i may say so uh talking dog in a trench coat
1: but um (laughs) they oh my god it's mcgruff at this party no but that's (laughs) but michael
3: he's hallucinating mcgruff no michael mcgruff and spuds are for are forever in a uh a feud Right, like they—they are—they are mortal enemies yeah. of each other. They just have completely right? different philosophies. That's well, right. because, right, Spuds McKenzie wants to party, and McGruff is always trying to get people to stop partying. So yeah. they are diametrically opposed in their worldviews. Okay, right. there's no, there's no meaning in the middle between these two. Mm-hmm. Um But what was I going to say? Oh, just when you're when I'm when you're on those substances, you can you know a smell. Something can just kind of catch your attention and you, you kind of can't get it out of your right. head. So that I understand. The cigarette, again, be not not annoyed by the cigarette, not like choking because of the cigarette, not the smell is bad, terrified of the cigarette. Okay. That again, this is 1970. This is not the first time we see someone smoking indoors. He's got to be on some kind of substance. Because then I get it. You see that burning ember coming at and you.
0: Smoke? Yeah. Y- yeah.
1: Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Suddenly you think you're in
1: hell. That part I understand. Right. So. Yeah. Someone's walking towards him carrying a cigarette. He's like, that man is carrying a dragon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a tiny dragon coming at me. That man is holding, is holding a tiny dragon to his lips.
3: So. Again, if if there is like patchouli, cigarette smoke, um, everything else that's probably going on in this, but just people just not bathing. I mean, they're probably like kind of hippies. You right. guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. This last line could it just open up? Just open up the window. Let's just get some fresh air in here. Let me catch my breath. Totally agree with what he's, yeah. what he's saying. He
0: does there. get a little aggressive and says, "Open up the window, sucker."
4: I know the sucker part is funny. Like
0: whoa, whoa! I offer you tea or whiskey, and all of a sudden you're calling me sucker. Come on, right?
3: I invited you to
0: this party, three dog. Be cool, right?
3: Be cool, man. I'm
0: trying to get you in with the crowd, but you are really blowing it, man.
1: Yeah, this is this is where he really freaks out. Right. He like flips over a table. (laughs) Right. Open up the window. You are embarrassing me.
0: Playing Catan on that.
3: Hey, my tea. <laughs> uh, okay. So he says, "Mama told me not it was, to come." It was Teddy not to who come. said, "Hey, my tea." By the way, that ain't the that ain't the way to have fun, son. That ain't the way to have fun. She said. So again, he's he's replaying the conversation his mother had with him. Mm-hmm. She told him not to go, not to come, and she said that ain't the way to have fun. Yeah. Like she's she she knows what's she
1: knows what happens at those parties, and there is a way to have fun, but this is not it. Yes, and he says to her, "What is the way to have fun?" And she says, mm-hmm. "Have a seat." And she said, three car Bronte." Uh, <laughs> Where's the little lady? Where's the little lady? <laughs> everybody plays. Everybody wins. <sighs> Wait a minute. I think my
3: I think my mom is a con man in an eighties comedy.
4: What? <laughs> Radio- at the door I'm looking at my girlfriend. She passed out on the floor. Seen so many i I never seen before. The it is. I don't want to see no more. Told to
3: Th- This leads he's got to be on drugs, because there's so many things I've never seen before. What have we talked about? Whiskey? tea? Cigarettes. These are yeah. all things he would have seen before. Right. A <laughs> Even window. if he does not part, he does out window. <laughs> exactly. A dog and sunglasses and a mini Hawaiian shirt. That is something we've all seen <laughs> practically every day. So he's Party seen dragons. all of these things. Exactly. Yes. He's seen all of these things. So the things that he is seeing must be things that he is hallucinating. I would think.
0: I hope so. Uh, yeah I don't know what it is I don't want to see it no more it's just him looking out into nothing but seeing everything um, oh absolutely I will give him this you're at a party and someone knocks on the door Ugh. oh forget it everybody's like Shh, wh- who- who's Show-
2: that sh- 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 everybody
0: shut Everybody shut. and then it's your one friend who's like way too polite and knocks instead right, of right. just coming in you're like man you freaked <laughs> us all out what are you doing or
3: you just you totally forgot that you ordered that pizza
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
3: yeah you're like oh my god you brought pizza thank you so much and the guy's like you have to you got to pay for this i didn't just bring (laughs) you pizza
0: thank you oh my god is this
3: one is this one of spencer's gifts oh thank you
1: (laughs) thanks spencer (laughs) (laughs) wherever you are
0: my name's doug um (laughs) yeah there's, that's, the pizza that's, guy
1: walks in. All of a sudden, he's a party guest now. It turns into the girls just want to have fun video. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Right.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, notice he doesn't say, I'm helping my girlfriend. She's passed out on the floor. No. He's just looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> he's just looking at her. She's just passed out. He's like, you're he's on your like,
1: own. Oh, hey, there you are.
0: <laughs> and this is why. Okay, he, bye. This is why he can't keep a relationship going. Right. Because he just leaves um, them wherever.
3: <laughs> now, I'm impressed that this lame has a girlfriend.
0: Yeah, good for him. I will
3: say that. Good for him. Did, did Mama know that he was bringing the girlfriend? Oh, maybe. who does, does Mama even know about the
0: girlfriend? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's three
3: dog and
1: guest. Yeah, yeah that's a good she, point. Uh,
0: I, you know, she's, she's a, his, his mom's a real hip chick, but in some ways she's very strict. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and one of them is dating. Mm. Uh, I, also, it could be so either the girlfriend is much cooler than him and has passed out from too much partying, or <laughs> yeah. she was uh,
1: somebody she, spilled the tray of cocaine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, on
1: the on the floor.
0: Or she was so overwhelmed by the atrocities that she was seeing that she fainted out of sheer like, you know being completely upset like oh my i, mean, that's, I can't oh oh my that's, delicate, you think she was my delicate manner Oh, maybe
3: maybe she was one shade of lame more than him where she was just like yeah. tea uh, sugar and tea oh i'm getting the vapors yeah and
0: then she passes out immediately
3: And she
1: missed the fainting
3: couch. Guys, you got got to hit that fainting couch. That's what it's there for. That's what it's there for.
0: And then he turns. Look what you have done to my delicate flower of a girlfriend. We're leaving. And he takes his hat and his walking cane. (laughs) And drags his his passed out girlfriend outside, (laughs) I guess.
3: I will also say, you know, sometimes when you're on these, these substances, there's like a time dilation. So maybe she just like, you know, she, she just wanted to lay down for like five seconds just to like get her second win. And this guy's like freaking out thinking that she's passed out. Uh, But she's also probably passed out.
1: (laughs) She, she also is like, I just need, I just need five minutes and I just, just oh man. Sleeps on the floor. <laughs> there's that mm-hmm. person.
0: That, oh, there's always that person at a party, too, where it's like, I'm just going to lie here for like a couple of minutes. And it's like, but
1: you are on you are, the floor. You
0: are in the middle of where everybody is hanging out. You're on the floor <laughs> and now you'll be asleep for the next three hours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the um the radio blasting. I definitely feel like it's generic party music from like a 70s sitcom. Oh, mm. sure like this sounds vaguely like disco and rock? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everyone's dancing to it but the dance doesn't match the music because it was <laughs> dubbed in later.
0: Right. Yeah. You're you're yeah. listening to WGEN generic radio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man, I love this song. What's the title of it? Oh, it's uh CBS library cut number 12. <laughs>
1: All royalty-free all
3: the time. <laughs> all royalty-free. Yeah, we're listening to the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Uh, <laughs> up next is Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. So it's pretty. we're pretty excited about it. Rising
0: up the charts, how much is that doggy in the window?
3: <laughs> um, so I've uh, seen so many things I've, I ain't never seen before. I don't know. I always like, I've seen so many things I've never seen before. I don't know what it is. Because it should be like, I don't know what they are, right? So, I mean, he's in an adult state of mind.
0: Unless he's just saying, I don't know what it is about me.
1: That right. That won't let yeah. me
0: enjoy this party. But I just or I don't know what it is no about more. this party
1: that, that I, I can't enjoy it.
0: I can't put my mm. finger on it. I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> i don't know if it's the sugar in the tea i don't know if it's the you know weird incense smell but i just can't put my finger on it but i I don't want to see anymore i'm done
3: i don't see no more i'm done yeah
0: that's it the end
3: well mama told him not to come i'm gonna say that Mm -hmm. uh mama told me not to come she said that ain't the way to have fun son that ain't the way to have fun no um and then there's a the part where they go, mama told, me, "Mama told me, Mama told me, Mama told me." Which is very trippy, and I think he's definitely like he's peaking at that point. Yeah, um, yeah, he's starting to like say.
0: melt into the carpet at that point. Right. Yeah, uh, definitely. Or, definitely. or he's just rocking in a corner, just going, "Mama told me, Mama told me, <laughs> Mama told me."
3: Right. Yeah. Um. Poor three all right, dog. He...
0: Poor, no, poor three, three dog.
3: dog. What a. He's lame-o. like, Mama's got to let go. <laughs> now look we all you know we we all we there always has to be a first time yeah right the problem here's what i'm going to say what he what three dog needs the the people I'm, I'm gonna the people at the party are responsible here for this because if this is three dogs first time doing something like this he you need a guide right you need you right. need a you need an experienced person Who's going to help you through this. So who's ever giving him the drugs, I'm putting this on them. You guys, this is a global community of drug takers. Okay. (laughs) You have to give back. That's right. Right, You can't just give out drugs willy nilly. Right. You You have to make it. And you got to say, when you hand them out, like, is this your first time? Like, would you like me to help you guide you through this journey? Right. What do you think the
1: hallucinated talking dog is there for?
3: Uh, that's a good point. But, you know, look, no one loves Spuds more than me. But <laughs> he's not, he's not going to be great at helping you through something like this, right? Because he's too busy hitting a sick Ollie on his skateboard. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just what Spuds does. Okay. Yeah. So
0: I, I do like that we all are, are t- taking this from a different standpoint. Dan, you're mm-hmm. for sure that, that, that he is tripping. I think yes. he's just a lame And Michael <laughs> thinks that everybody else is to blame. Uh, that's true.
3: <laughs> Michael yeah. thinks all of the horrible things he's seeing are in fact real.
1: <laughs> I think he went to a dragon book club mm-hmm. uh, where the walls melt and uh, talking dogs.
3: Okay, I heard uh, Dragon Book Club. Okay, I think it would go a little something like this. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, you have anything else to song or let's do uh, Expanded Universe. What do we got?
0: Expanded universe. Um. Well, all I know is that he better stop freaking out because it's not his party. So he can't cry if he wants to. Mm, that's a good point. That's right. Yeah. That's a good point. It's got do you to, think I, this... I wonder if it's that party. And she's just furious. I was going
3: no, think... to no, say, you think it's the same party? And two very different parties are happening yeah, yeah. On, <laughs> on,
1: on on either end of this house. Yep,
0: yeah, that's right.
1: Well, I wonder yeah, if, yeah. The, uh, if, the, if his girlfriend who's passed out on the floor mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Leslie Gore. Um, <laughs> and she was just like just having a fit about it being her party. She was going to cry if she wants to and she just she cried herself to sleep right there. Right. Before. Right.
3: Yeah. It's possible.
1: And he was like I, I can't handle this. I need a teacup of acid. <laughs> right. <laughs> um well, I was going to say is this
3: is this like the male version of Charlene. I know I know there is a male version of Charlene, but but this is a story about how like partying, you know, doesn't always doesn't always turn out great.
0: Okay, but here's the thing about this. This is like the Bizarro World male mm. version of Charlene because he doesn't party. She's yeah. done all those things. He hasn't done any of these things. He's freaked out about all these things.
1: Yeah, Charl- Charlene eight. would be like, hey, lady, you lady, you got to right. just go have fun. Like, You got to chill. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk after you have fun. I've had whiskey right.
0: in my water, sugar in my tea. I'm wearing that <laughs> perfume. I am Charlene. <laughs> and I'm I did
3: smoking, all that in Georgia I'm, sw- I'm, I'm smoking nine cigarettes at once okay right. I'm Charlene I'm Charlene don't, don't talk to me about that
1: um, uh, I don't know if it fits into the expanded universe I do think that uh, the mother in this song certainly have something in common with uh, the parents in Angie Baby because they were both convinced that their children would turn out cool and they did not. They did <laughs> Most not.
0: certainly did not. I think they're in a no. support group. I think Mama <laughs> and, and Angie's parents yeah, sure. are in a support group. Yeah. At, like, for, for parents of Lamos. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Our kids aren't cool.
0: Our kids are not cool. We thought we were going to have cool kids. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> There's cookies on the table. See you next week.
1: <laughs> in the church
0: basement.
3: Now, what do we say Our are- Kids are not cool, and it's totally our fault. We are to blame <laughs> for birthing uh, these these total... Squares. L- Lamazoids into
1: the world. Um, There's probably yeah. uh, some uh, Petimore whiskey at that party, I think. Oh,
0: maybe I that is so. Petimore whiskey, yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, that stuff has a kick. So if he got some whiskey in his water... Tell you what. That, c- that might have been all it took
1: for the walls to start melting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, honestly, like, it's... From what we, from what we learned in that song, that mm. whiskey just bursts into flames randomly. That's so, a good point. That's right. If, yeah, yeah. If someone's like, "You want some, you want some whiskey in your water," and they pour whiskey right. in his water, and all of a sudden he's carrying a cup of fire. <laughs> right, right. Well, like, oh, I've, I've never seen anything like this. No.
3: I mean, that would explain why he's scared of the cigarette. Because he's be like, yeah, "My yeah. God, man! I'm basically drinking
1: nitroglycerin. <laughs> Get away from me!" You've
0: got barrels gonna of k- more whiskey around here, guys. <laughs> You're gonna
1: kill us all. You can't open the window. Open the window. <laughs>
3: Uh, well, if they are listening to the radio, is there maybe a DJ read- reading a love letter on the oh, radio? Yeah. Is uh, that possible? Mm. Mm. And the question is, you know, years later with they with these two, you know, they're now they're in the party scene in LA. Mm-hmm. They're veterans, and is this a prequel to her town? Just throwing it out there, maybe. You know, this is like you know what I'm saying
0: this is before the good times, but also before the divorce.
3: Uh yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is this is
1: this yeah. is the, the early days. It's like
0: their origin story.
1: Yeah. If this is if this is on the radio, I mean, that could be one of the things that freaked him out, like if he's the boyfriend from on the radio.
4: <gasps> oh. And he
1: is super high. And he's and... desperately
3: checking his brown overcoat yeah, being where
1: like, is that letter? He's like, I, I, I must have had it here. It must. Have, where, where it go? Right. And he, and he hears somebody. There's a. I hear a voice. There's a voice talking about me. <laughs>
2: um,
1: he's reading the letter that I wrote. And if he's wearing an overcoat, maybe that is McGruff. Who knows? Yeah. It's oh, trying. that's um, a good point. The yeah, other yeah. thing is, uh, so if this is the early '70s, um. Stay with me on this. Okay. I'm listening. I thought <laughs> well, we going to go on a the... journey. I
0: thought
1: we were go on a journey. The girlfriend from Lullaby mm-hmm. okay. grew up going to her parents' parties. Okay. Where yes. in the early 70s, with who was it? Sonny and Cher. Dennis Sonny Hopper. and Cher, Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Others. I could see that. I think we established Dom Deloise. Um, (laughs) right
0: (laughs) (laughs) what if her what if her mom is the girlfriend who's passed out on the floor yes oh my gosh what if this
1: is that
3: party this
0: is that party I love that I
3: I think yeah I think this is definitely that party yeah yeah yeah
0: Judy is (laughs) Judy and Leslie Gore in one room and (laughs) Sonny Cher and Dennis Hopper and Tom Deloise are in another room (laughs) at this party
3: Tom was like, I guess out of that room. Some kid in there keeps thinking I'm a dog, a talking dog <laughs> in sunglasses. And it is pissing me off. Um I was in I don't know. What was Tom Deleby's in 1970? Cannonball Run? Yeah, it came later, though. It was later. I'm gonna be in Cannonball Run someday. <laughs> so how dare he? Uh all right. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song with Story about the Story.
1: We might seem too cool and aloof, but we love to connect on social media. Follow us on Twitter at Story underscore Song, on Instagram at Story Song Podcast, and on our Facebook page. It's your ticket to the in-crowd, Daddy-O.
3: Hey guys, welcome back. It's time for Story Behind the Story. We're going to talk about how did this uh, song come to be? But before we do that, we have another five-star review
0: Yay. on Apple
3: Podcasts to read you. Uh, and this comes from J. Simon USMC. Is that United mm. States Marine Corps, Rachel?
0: Semper Fi. Semper Fi. All well, right. Yep, that's right. People don't know this, but I spent 20 years in the Marine Corps.
3: <laughs> no, I only ask as <laughs> the only person who has any connection to the military, because I sure don't. Uh, Jay here, mm-hmm. is it, does it stand for Jennifer? Does it stand for James? We don't know. Um, it's a mystery. But Jay here.
1: Literally, it could only be those two names.
3: Yeah, no, those are the only two names mm-hmm, that start with mm-hmm. Jay. That's yep. uh, a little known fact. Um, Jay here says, I drive a lot for work, and I love to throw on an episode to get through the hours. The commentary is a lot of fun. I've even learned a thing or two. That seems unlikely, considering our show. No,
0: a thing or two. That sounds right. That's true.
3: I guess so. Maximum two things. (laughs) Maximum two. (laughs)
0: It's
3: either one or two. You can't remember. He or she. I enjoy the banter and how each person has unique and interesting personality they bring. This review isn't the greatest podcast review that's ever been done. It's not the Archies of podcast reviews, as Dan (laughs) would say. Oh, Dot dot dot. Uh, Thank you, thank you, Jay Simon, for your five star review. Thank you,
0: Um, Jay. Thank you for bringing up the Archies yet again.
1: (laughs) As I may have (laughs) mentioned, to an Archie's podcast.
0: That's right.
1: As I may have mentioned,
3: I am fascinated (laughs) by the way the Archie's thing is really stuck in people's craws. Yeah. Only because. Was it a stupid thing to say? Oh, oh, of course it was. Yes, it was. Um, But I say many, 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 numerous stupid things. Right. Uh, (laughs) All
1: the stupid things you've said. I know. For some reason, (laughs) held on to.
3: This is the one that uh, people have held on to. But uh, thank you, Jay Simon, USMC Semper Fi. Yes. Thank you for your five star review. We really appreciate it, and so glad that you're enjoying the show and that it's getting you through the rough hours in traffic. Um, we really appreciate you listening. Yeah. And enjoying and leaving a review. And if you would like your review right on the show, uh, you know what to do. Just go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are your podcast and leave us a five star review and we will read it on the show. Um, and we'll also when we get it we will send out a text a, a text in our group text message and we'll be very excited that we got a new episode. <laughs> that's,
0: right, uh, that's right. You bet. You'll not only be okay. featured on, on the show, you'll be featured in our group text.
3: Yep. There'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of uh, of shock hey. face emojis oh, and a lot of those.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of that. Uh, and then, uh okay. I'll finally respond with a new phone who does. Yes.
0: Yes, yes that's
1: right. Exactly. Okay.
3: <laughs> Uh, All right. Here is the story behind Mama Told Me Not to Come. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was recorded by Three Dog Night and released May 1970, and it hit number one on the Hot 100. Um, It was written by Randy Newman. Yes, that's right. I'm sorry.
0: What? Randy Newman
3: wrote this song.
0: I did not know that. No. And it explains so much.
3: It does make a lot of sense. Once, once you hear that and you think about it and you think about yeah. Randy Newman's oeuvre, this song does fit in <laughs> quite nicely with 100%. Randy Newman. we are going to get back to Randy Newman in a second. Um, okay. But I want to talk about the formation of Three Dog Night. Um, and here's what I would say. One thing I've sort of come to understand doing the research for this show is that there are certain bands that you form- with, like, your three really close friends, and you guys, like, go to Hamburg to, like, hone your craft, <laughs> and you spend out- countless hours on stage in Hamburg, and you you get, like, really good, and then you go out and you, like, conquer the world, but there's a lot of, like, drama, you know? Because right. you guys, like, can't handle the fame, and you're, like... And again, you guys are, like, good friends, so it feels like a betrayal, and, and also Ringo's there, and it just... <laughs>
0: And it's like I thought we were still talking about the Archie. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, and
3: it's a lot. And that that's some bands, admittedly. Right. But then there's other bands where you've just kind of been kicking around the music industry for a while. And mm. then you, you run into other couple other people who are, like, pretty good. And you're like, why don't we do a band so that maybe we can, like, get some traction. Right. And, and you're very much like a baby elephant that is turned into a vacuum on the Flintstones, which is to say (laughs) it's a living, right? (laughs) It's not, there's not a lot of maybe passion behind. Maybe you're passionate about the work, but I'm just saying it's not like you're not in the trenches with your brothers. It's just like a bunch of guys who play in a band together.
0: It's not interpersonal. It's not about the interpersonal relationships. You're not Fleetwood Mac. Exactly,
3: exactly, right. Or at least even if it is about, it's more about, it's more like, you know, your your the interpersonal relationships of like your crappy office job. Not like right. everybody's like stabbing each other in the back or like sleeping with each other. It's just kinda like it's it's a job. It's right. a living. So. I, I
0: was gonna say they probably uh they probably call each other coworkers as opposed to friends.
3: Exactly.
1: Like, <laughs> oh, my
0: drummer, my coworker.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and they get real annoyed if one person's like Papers and stuff are are spilling over outside of their yep. cubicle onto the other person's desk.
0: Exactly.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their tour bus is just cubicles.
3: So, so that's so so that's Three Dog Night is definitely more in that camp. And I will say, much like the Hollies, there were like paragraph after paragraph on Wikipedia, people coming in and out of the band. I couldn't get through it all, but it's not it's not super important. Um, but I will say that uh, Three Dogs Three Dog Night was founded in 1967 and consisted of three vocalists, Danny Hutton, Corey Wells, and Chuck Negron. They were backed by Jimmy Greenspoon on keyboards, Joe Shermie on bass, Michael Alsop on guitar, and Floyd Sneed on drums. Um... And those like, are all
0: fake names.
3: Those, yeah, those are all definitely people who are in the <laughs> witness names, protection. Fake names. Yeah. yeah. Program. Floyd uh, uh, like
0: Sneed on drums. <laughs> that's the uh, least drummer name ever. Right.
3: That's like the Floyd scene is definitely like one of the background muppets that you're you're surprised to learn yep. he has a name. That's you're like, right. You're like, oh, the guy. <laughs> the 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 guy with the with the orange hair who plays the trumpet in the opening his name is Floyd Sneed I had no idea I thought he was a trumpet yeah, look guy at that. what do you know um, so much like the Hollies uh, this is more of a corporation people uh, are constantly coming in and out of the band uh, the past members section on Wikipedia lists twenty four names uh, and I'm not going to go into all of them but if you want to give them their due feel free to look up Three Dog 9 on Wikipedia and you too can read it. Um, So Hutton, Negron, and Wells formed a vocal group called the Redwood that was going to be one of the first groups signed to the Beach Boys' brother records. According to Beach Boys member Mike Love, quote, "...Brian had them in the studio for several days. They did not meet up to his expectations. They'd go in, and they wouldn't sing well enough for him. And then they went off and made billions." So no bitterness, though. No bitterness a little. Mike well, Love. I don't know if Mike Love cares so much as he just would be like, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe Brian's not quite the genius that everybody uh, <laughs> everybody thinks he is. So I, I will say, uh, as a uh, as a noted Mike Love hater, I will say uh, touche, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good dig. Um, so uh, the three singers recruited session musicians so they could record their own songs. And they named themselves Three Dog Night uh, and signed to Dunhill, the Dunhill ABC label.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, now, the name came from a magazine story about Aboriginal Australians in which they would sleep in a hole in the ground and would sleep huddled with their dog to stay warm. On colder nights, they would sleep with two dogs, and on the coldest nights, you guessed it, it was a three-dog night.
0: Oh, look at that.
3: So that's where the term Three Dog Knight came from.
0: Nice. Nice. Really yeah. on the nose.
1: <laughs> so it has nothing to do with Knight Rider? N- n-
3: no. I mean, this came oh. long before Knight Rider. So, no. And, and it also, I mean, it just has the word Knight in it. So, yeah. So <laughs> also, and also in the show, I believe it's KN, right? Yes, his
0: name is Michael Knight. His
3: name is Michael Knight. So,
1: but they, they called him Three Dog take on michael's three, three dog night
0: <laughs> yep rarely used but yeah, yeah everybody knows it
1: i mean it was in the show bible it was
3: never actually on the show yeah. but
1: yeah. yeah it's all it's all in the backstory <laughs> yeah yeah you sure, gotta, sure
3: you gotta read the the novels uh to to learn about that
1: and it all started like an improv william daniels was was just like <laughs> in the recording studio going like hey there three dog oh, and they're like let's let's we we should we should keep this yeah, uh, and and the original name of the car was uh, not Kid it was John Adams mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: yes that's right
3: I love here's what I love about this show is that one of us can <laughs> just throw out the name of the of the the voice of the Night Rider car and uh, <laughs> no one else blinks everyone knows exactly what you're no. talking about um okay well anyway uh, by 1970. Three Dog Night had released two successful studio albums, one live album, and had a few top 40 hits, including the number five cover of Harry Nielsen's One. Um,
0: oh, so oh, that's good. a good song. Oh, Go- it's so good.
3: Good song. And I will say they're picking good songwriters. Uh, yes. Harry Nielsen, also one of the best.
4: Yes. So,
3: um, and Harry Nielsen, famously a big uh, Randy Newman fan. So they're definitely in a, in a zone.
1: Um so also had a talking car. It it all comes back no, to No, Michael,
3: I'm sorry. I'm going to have to <laughs> I'm going to have to cut you off on the <laughs> night rider bit. Uh, so Okay. So for their third studio album, um it, it was called It Ain't Easy and included a, included a cover of a song by Randy Newman that was originally written for and recorded by Eric Burton and the Animals. Mhm. The, that's the band that did "House of the Rising Sun" and we gotta get out of this place. Um, that song uh, is "Mama Told Me Not to Come." Now, this is where it, this is where it gets even more confusing, because originally the Animals recorded the song, and it was sk- scheduled to be released as the B-side to their single "Help Me, Girl" in 1966, but the label pulled it before it was released. Ah, uh, the Hell Me Girls single was was later released with the song "CC Rider" as the B-side. I couldn't really find any information as to why mm. that is, but I will say, having listened to all three versions of this song, that would be Eric Burden and the Animals, Randy Newman's own version, and then Three Dog Night. Um, the Three Dog Night version is very different than well, actually, all three are very different, but the the Three Dog Night version adds that sort of psychedelic rock element mm-hmm. the first two are kind of very straightforward um and they're good but you know I will say the Eric Burden and the Animals version didn't didn't really ex- you know I wasn't like oh my god what a lost classic yeah. I was like okay I get it yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah. maybe <laughs> so, that's what the studio felt as well I think they did
3: yeah I think it was just sort of like yeah I, it's fine but maybe the uh-huh. C.C. Ryder song will be better
4: want some whiskey we'll water or sugar in your tea. What are these crazy questions they're asking me? This is the wildest party they ever could be. Don't turn on the lights, cause I don't wanna see. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come.
3: So that, so that version of the song was gonna be the B side of the single. Then a new version, a new recorded version of the song was included on the album, Eric is Here. Which is credited to Eric Burton and the Animals. I should also say, if I haven't mentioned that Eric Burton was like the lead singer of the Animals. So, right, right, At some point, it became Eric Burton and the Animals. But in fact, even though it's credited to Eric Burton and the Animals, Eric Burton and a completely different band that is not the Animals is the band performing on the the album. So it's Ooh. not. It's, it's it is Eric Burton, but it's not the Animals. It's a different band, but it's credited yeah. to Eric Burton and the Animals very confusing
0: that's contractual stuff somewhere somewhere that's just contractual stuff right
3: yes definitely yeah yeah and weirdly because i already mentioned the hollies that that also happened with the hollies remember that where it was like yes originally it was a a an album track uh long cool woman was an album track on like a different album that they released just to be jerks about it and it ended up becoming a big hit even though it like nothing to do with anything that was going on
0: but and a similar thing also happened to the Beach Boys, right? Didn't we say something where, like, something was released, but it was actually Brian Wilson, but he released oh, Beach yes. Boys?
3: Oh, yes. Yeah, Caroline No yeah. was released uh, just as a Brian Wilson song, not as a Beach
0: Boys right. song. Right. Yes.
3: So a lot of that going on around this time. Um, so, okay. So Randy Newman did his own version uh, in 1970 on his album called 12 Songs.
4: We at Whisky with your water. Sugar with your tea. What are these crazy questions they asking me? This is the wildest party that they ever could be. Well oh, don't turn on like a zada water scene. Mama told me not to come.
3: Okay. Let's talk about Randy. Th-
4: please so, let's
3: So, so Randall Stewart Newman was born November 28, forty three in New Orleans. Uh he came from a family of songwriters and musicians and began his own songwriting career at the age of 17. As he, wow. as he matured as a songwriter, he began writing songs that, we, uh, that were both character studies and also featured satirical and black comedy bents. Uh, basically, most of his songs are about horrible people <laughs> doing and thinking terrible <laughs> things. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Randy Newman, obviously, is the Toy Story guy. He's the Pixar guy. Um, he is. He has a... Go ahead, Rachel.
0: He has a very specific feel. Yes. You know a Randy Newman song when you hear it,
3: <laughs> exactly. Yes. yes, yeah.
0: It's a lot of explanation of what's going on. Yes, and especially if he's singing it, it is. <laughs> the The rhythm is just feels like you're constantly being told facts by your uncle.
3: Yes, yes. I mean, obviously, there is the famous Family Guy parody of him. Um, sure. Just, you know. Which
0: is perfect.
3: It is perfect.
4: Red-headed lady reaching for an apple. Gonna take a bite. Nope, nope. She gonna breed on her voice. Wipes it on her blouse. Yeah. She takes a bite, chews it once, twice, three times, four times, stops. The lava working, takes takes take the long hard look at Randy. Five times, fat old husband walking over.
3: A lot of his songs do very much feel like an overheard conversation. Like yes. there's a lot of like, you know, details that that don't mean anything, you know, or, or just sort of like you're in media res. There's not a lot of like setup. You just sort of, the song just sort of starts and then it ends and you kind of have to figure out what's going on. Um, yeah. But what's great about that is that there, there, there is a lot of, you know, like I said, he, a lot of times it's about a character. It's very satirical. Like I said, he, he is a genius, but I can also understand why you know the parodies do exist
1: no he he definitely has a, a very distinct style it
0: is distinct
1: yeah mm-hmm. it's 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 distinct exactly like it's they're very very descriptive right yeah uh he he knows how to to set a scene and paint a picture and you're you're as soon as the song starts, you're in it. You are in that right. song. You are in the world of that song. Right. Well, he, um, I mean, I will
3: say, like, his two most famous songs before the Pixar stuff were Short People in 1977, mm-hmm. and I Love L.A. in 1983. Um, mm-hmm. Two songs that can be easily misinterpreted <laughs> if you're not paying oh, attention. Oh, yes. uh, One is a uh, satire and an attack against mm-hmm. bigotry. Um, yeah. where he tried to pick the stupidest thing to be bigoted against. Um, and then the second thing is is an attack against L.A., which people so much don't understand that the Dodgers <laughs> play it every yes. time they win a game in their <laughs> they stadium. Embraced
0: it greatly. So,
3: um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, like I said, he's he's satirical, and you know, he he has a very distinctive style, uh, which is easily parodied. But even all that Pixar stuff is is great. It's brilliant. I mean, trust me. as As a father of two little kids, I hear a lot of Pixar s- songs, um, yeah. <laughs> and they're great. I mean, they're genuinely everything he does
1: is is great. Um, and again, he also yeah, he wrote. Uh, I think it's going to rain today. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that song. That which was I think a pretty big hit for Bette Midler. Yep. Barbara Streisand recorded it. Barbara Streisand just recorded, or not just recorded. She recorded it many years ago, but just released a song that she recorded in 1971 on her new album, which is uh, songs from like her vault, but it's a Randy Newman song. um, The name of which is escaping me right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's called living without you. Um, I mean, people, yeah,
3: people constantly record his stuff because, you know, I mean, he, first of all, like I said, I mean, he definitely seems like a guy who's like, Oh, I woke up and like before I had my coffee, I wrote three songs kind of thing.
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> um, right.
3: So he was often, you know, he was he was literally a songwriter giving songs out to people. He was doing his own stuff. And there was a thing about a year ago where he had some like anti-Trump song and what, whatever your politics are, you know, there was a thing, there was a uh, 24 hours on Twitter where people were just like, oh, the Pixar guy's, Pixar guys getting political. And um, <laughs> Uh, no, before that, I mean, he literally he wrote the song "Mr. President, Have Pity on the Working Man." Like he he was a political sat- yeah. satirical songwriter, so this was not. You know this. This was not out of step for him. It wasn't suddenly, you know, stepping out into an into an arena he did not understand. This is this yeah. is what he does on top of writing songs about toys and monsters or whatever. <laughs>
1: um. So yeah. And since on this show it does uh, often come back to Linda Ronstadt, uh, she she recorded a solo version, but she and Dolly Parton and Emmylou Harris recorded a Randy Newman song called "Feels Like Home," mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. Um.
3: So, uh, you know, obviously like I said, famous for his work with Pixar. He also composed the film scores for dozens of movies, including Ragtime in nineteen eighty one, The Natural nineteen eighty four, Awakenings in nineteen ninety. The Natural? Yeah. I didn't know that. Pleasantville in nineteen ninety eight. Meet the Parents, oh. two thousand, Seabiscuit, two thousand three, and Marriage Story in twenty nineteen. So,
1: Those... so like the or- the orchestral score.
3: Yes.
0: Those movies are all over the place. Well,
3: I know his. Oh, yes. Wow. uh, Also, because I've seen many interviews with him, I believe his uncle was a famous film composer. Mm. Like that was what he did. Um, So Randy is also besides making like pop songs for movies, also just makes film scores or creates Uh writes film scores. Um, So pretty good. He's great. I mean, (laughs) he one of my favorite albums of all time is 1972. Sail Away. Um, which is great. It includes uh, oh, and yeah, yeah, uh, no, um, but it includes uh, songs like "You Can Leave Your Hat On," um, which was later covered by oh, Tom Jones.
0: Oh, he did "You Can Leave Your Hat On."
3: Yes, um, wow. and uh, you know, and like a lot of his stuff, again, can be taken and interpreted in a million different ways by different artists. Because obviously, the Tom Jones version is very different than his version, but both. Uh, work very well. Um, he also, he has a song on that album called Burn On, which is uh, a song about how the Cleveland river catches on fire from time to time. And it's a great satirical thing because the, the song itself is like, is like burn on big river. And then he, he <laughs> but then he says, you know, the Lord can, the Lord can make you churn. I forget exactly what the lines are, but those like the Lord could Lord can make you do this. Lord can make you do that. The Lord can make you churn, but the Lord can make you burn. Meaning mm, only, only man, in, only its, man. In, in his hubris can figure out how to set a river on fire. Um, Yikes. So, amazing. Amazing. Um, okay. So, let's go back to Three Dog Night. Um, so, their version of Mama Told Me Not To Come um, added a funk rhythm sound and, ha- and the long outro with the overlapping vocals was added the part like mama told me Mama told, that's not in the first two versions so definitely makes a more psychedelic you know acid trippy feel to the song um uh, and their version is over a minute longer than the first two versions um so mama told me not to come by through dog night hit number one on the us high 100 in july of 1970 it was the first number one song on Casey Kasem's American Top Forty.
0: Oh, oh, that's cool. Which premiered yeah.
3: on July Fourth, nineteen seventy. Um. So yeah. So that it was. It was.
1: It premiered on Fourth of July.
3: Fourth of July, nineteen seventy, was the first. Wow.
1: The things that Casey Kasem would do to get out of going to a barbecue. Yes. <laughs>
3: well, you know what's funny too is like it's also one of those. I got,
1: I got something to do that day. I can't. I can't be there. Sorry. Right.
3: Mm. Um. I, it was funny because when I read that I was like that's weird but then I was like well because they didn't know what it was going to be like they didn't know it was going to be a big hit you know <laughs> so they just was yeah. like oh, I guess the first one is on the 4th of July um, but yes
1: I'll Do it two three months see what happens
3: right I mean that show is also pre-recorded um, famously see the Casey Some outtakes um, that, are,
1: <laughs>
0: yes. f- that are floating around that's right.
3: are floating oh, around man. the the internet <laughs> Uh, I will just say I'm coming out of an up tempo song and I got to talk about a dead dog. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look up up Case case of Outtakes and you'll find out what I'm talking about. So, um, all right. So then after this, Three Dog Night would have more hits, uh, including the number one hit, Joy to the World in 1971. So so great. um, And Shambhala, which hit number three in 1973.
0: I love that song. Here's what it's I will. So good.
3: S- here's what I'll say about Shambhala. We have talked about this many times, but it is so interesting to me. The like, whatever gatekeepers are involved in, like classic rock radio, because uh-huh. in my opinion, Shambala should be as played as often as like Back in Black by ACDC. That song yeah. is fantastic, and you so almost great. never hear it.
0: So far as to say it's my favorite Three Dog Night song.
3: Whoa! So wait, hold that's on. That's right. So you're saying that Jeremiah is not your friend? Is that what you're saying <laughs> right now? He's my
0: friend. I wouldn't call him a good friend.
3: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Oh, I would just say he's a he's good he's friend, a friend of
0: mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's different. That's different.
3: All right. Uh, Rachel, not a fan of Bullfrogs. You heard it here first, everybody.
0: <laughs> Great. Now I'm going to get a bunch of, you know, hate mail from the bullfrog <laughs> council.
3: Just a bunch of people ribbiting, or I should say a bunch of frogs ribbiting outside of your window, <laughs> carrying tiny little signs, hey, one- tiny little signs protesting.
0: <laughs> yep. The signs Tell also one say One person getting,
1: getting kicked out of that Friends of Jeremiah fan club. Yeah. Yeah. You. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for... <laughs> Clarifying.
3: The on clarification.
0: Because I was lost before <laughs> you said that.
3: <laughs> you are like, I don't know. had no Ooh. clue. Who could it be?
0: <laughs> don't keep Ooh, me I in suspense. I can't wait to hear.
3: Let's, uh, <laughs> let's call in uh, Cyclopedia Brown uh... on this one. Okay. Um, so after that, the band's popularity started to peter out, mm. and their last two albums did not chart, and the band officially disbanded in Jul- July 26, 1976.
1: But, oh, that is um 6 years and about 3 weeks after the premiere of Casey Casey. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's true. why they
0: broke up actually. They were
1: like, yeah. <laughs> they were like we're we're letting
3: Casey down.
1: Um Yeah. <laughs> they, they had a they had a a real big argument on the bicentennial. <laughs> and, uh, oh my like, god, you know that's what? true. Yeah, 3 yeah. weeks from now we're breaking up. Yeah. They're like Let's Some of just-
0: them like the some of them liked the Bicentennial Quarter. Some of them did not. And it really <laughs> tore them apart.
3: They were like, let's hold on. Let's get through the fireworks. And then, and then we'll break up.
0: Because.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so the band reformed in 1981. And it's technically still going. Uh, although they never had another hit. And the band became a rotating collection of original and new members. Um, and at this point, original members are not in the band anymore. Because they unfortunately have died. Bummer. Uh And in one case, Danny Hutton's son- Again,
1: we're coming out of an up-tempo song here. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry.
4: <laughs> this is a last time I want somebody to use his brain to not come out of a damn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo and I got to talk about a dog dying.
3: These guys are from England and who gives a crap? Okay. Um, <laughs> the best. The best. That's him yelling about you two, who is famously from Ireland, and he screams, these guys are from England. Okay. Uh... And in one case, Danny Hutton's son Timothy Hutton is in the band. Um wow. but they're still around. Wait,
0: that's... Yep. That's always weird, by the way, when band members just like their their kids take over for them.
3: Right. Well, I mean, you know, it sort of makes sense, I guess. Um just yeah. Van Halen's kid was in Van Halen for a while.
0: I know, that's what I'm saying. Wolfgang. Uh who else? Um uh uh uh
3: the Partridge family.
0: Bonham's uh yeah. no. Uh what's his name? Bonham, the drummer.
3: Freedog like from Led Zeppelin?
0: Yes. His, his son. Oh,
3: was well, yeah, he? I didn't know that, but yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So um yeah, it happens. Rachel. I don't
0: know. They go into Sorry, the family business.
3: Note. Literally. Just- um <laughs> so yeah, so that's really about it. And uh, Three Dog Night was inducted into the Vocal Group Hall of Fame in the year two thousand.
1: Aw. So we, Good for them. we talked um we talked briefly about their Joy to the World mm-hmm. song. I'm pretty sure Mariah Carey on her original Christmas album incorporated that version of Joy to the World into the traditional Joy to the World. Okay.
0: Uh huh.
1: Cool. Okay. All right. t- I was
0: gonna say that that's that's like a real that's, that's really weird. That's a real weird
1: mix. <laughs> shouldn't talk about bullfrogs. Joy it's... to
0: the bullfrogs.
1: Right. No, it's the chorus. The chorus. Got it. Joy to the world. Something, something, something.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's beautiful. All the boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> Joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Um, so I think now is probably a good time, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: To drop the bomb on the audience. That we saw Three Dog Die.
0: <laughs> yes,
3: at a free con- right. at a free concert held by that's, an oldies radio station.
0: That's right in uh, a, in a, in a park
3: uh, in a park
0: at a band shell, Jones yep. Beach, Yeah. and uh, opening for them was.
3: I do. I do. You know, Michael? Do you know? Uh, I know the answer. Gar- Gary, Gary U.S. Bonds. Bonds. <laughs> yep. Gary U.S. Bonds. Dance
0: classic dance. double bill of Gary U.S. Bonds and Three Dog Night. I will say this. What I remember mm-hmm. is Three Dog Night was pretty good. Yeah, they were good. They, they were, were pretty good. good. Yeah. But that is where they are now doing bandshell tours.
3: I mean,
1: to be fair, that is well, where a while they back, were. A little while That's back. That's where yeah. they were. A
0: little while back, but still, you know. 15
3: years ago, uh, sure. They- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The
1: weird thing is that they're... Um, Just on on all of their live performances, just playing the score to The Natural. Mm, Um, Yeah, (laughs) that's weird. It's a good one, though. They're
0: just doing Randy Newman scores.
1: Randy Newman uh, movie scores. Um,
0: Play Joy to the World. No, but we will play the score to A Marriage Story. Thank you. That's our next one.
3: I will say, Michael, this is uh, something you might enjoy. Uh, They just did... Uh, the Field of Dreams game where, yes. They, yes. where they did uh, a Major League Baseball game in a cornfield in Iowa, just like uh, Field of Dreams. And it was, a, it was a very good game and a fun broadcast. Uh, but the next day there was like a, hey, the ratings were huge for this. And they were like, "Are there other baseball movies that MLB could could do?" And I just saw someone tweeted, "Someone shoot Robert Redford in the stomach and then push him out to bat." Which, <laughs> <laughs> in case anyone that's that is the plot of the Natural. In case anyone thinks I'm, oh
0: man,
3: I'm I'm There's I'm wishing well. harm on Robert Redford. Well, it's in the first five <laughs> minutes of the movie, so I think it's fine to spoil that part. But um, anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. Okay, <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Three Dog Night. Um, That's right.
1: Uh, Robert Redford, get Glenn Close. Right.
3: Um, okay. Let's. Uh, oh yeah, we saw Three Dog Night. They were good. I talked about that. Okay. Let's take a quick break. <laughs> and uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned.
0: Friends help friends find the Story Song podcast. And you can help your friends find the show by leaving us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll read the best reviews on the show. And then you'll be famous. And you won't have to be nice to your friends anymore.
3: All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Let's start with Rachel. Rachel, what lesson did you learn from this song?
0: Okay, here's what I learned. Mm -hmm. If you're the mom, if you're the mama... of a lame kid who asks to go to a tea party with cool kids. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to drive him there in the station wagon, Mm -hmm. but you're going to want to park down the block and wait because in 15 minutes, he's going to have a freak out and he's going to call you and he's going to want you to come pick him up. Mm
4: -hmm. And
0: instead of going all the way home and then having to come all the way back, just park around the corner because it is inevitable. That that lame o is going to want to leave. Yeah. And that's when he gets in the car and you say, I told you. I told you (laughs) not to come.
3: Yeah. And you're like, I sat here and listened to the first episode of Casey Kasem's Top 40 (laughs) countdown. American Top Forty, and I feel like it's really gonna turn into something. So in that case, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay you off the hook on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, You're
0: lucky you're Casey Kasem saved you, buddy. (laughs) Now get your D&D books and get in the back.
3: (laughs) Oh, mom. Okay. Um, (laughs) So I will say this. Um, If you are ever going to travel back in time,
2: okay?
3: Uh Uh-huh. If you you are going further back in time than the year 2000. mm Mm-hmm. You want to take a little vapor rub, put it right under the nose, <laughs> it's right under the nose. There now, is the vapor rub smell great? No, but is it going to cover up all the other horrific smells that are in the past? Yes, yes. It At will. least
0: with vapor rub, you know what you're getting.
3: Exactly. Yeah, That's you what don't I'm know what
0: you're getting yourself into when you go back in time. Right. If you hit like the fifties, or no? <laughs> oh I my feel god! Like the fifties. Like, I feel like the early sixties. Look out. Because you're just getting like hippies and you also have all right. the smoking and forget about it.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, everything. And
0: pomade and hair pomade. Oh my gosh.
3: Right. I mean, just, uh, but again, everything. Go, just, it doesn't like, the smells will change, but it's all horrible. From, <laughs> yeah. From the time the first. Fish flopped out of the sea again to like around two thousand two, yeah, uh, that you could probably handle but but bef- anything before that it's just it's stanky um <laughs> Michael, what lesson did you
1: learn I learned um you know what it's it's fine if you don't get invited to parties it's mm-hmm. it's for the best, it's fine, yeah, you don't have to. Like, look, I've got—I yeah. not me, but like you, right. everybody, people, people who aren't invited to parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not invited to parties, but other people, like when I'm not invited, you're you're not invited to a party, right? Uh, <laughs> like, okay, so they've got music there. Is, is that so cool? <laughs> yeah. Like, I I've got music, I've got music. Sure. Yeah, buddy. I, well, you as soon sure as I fix my radio, I could listen to music. Right. And yeah. or and if the radio's not working, <laughs> you just listen to all your records. The only records I have are sound effect records, sure. but I could listen. <laughs> to a variety mm-hmm. of creepy haunted house doors right, right. Yeah, for yeah, hours. Of course, buddy. I I don't have to I, you know what's cool? Yeah. You know what's cool instead of parties? Uh staying home mm-hmm. yeah. and watching Matlock season six. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's Don Knotts and Andy Griffith back together again. Oh, I didn't know. Putting that. criminals behind bars. That's cool. Hey. Yeah. Hey Your parties aren't I it's fine. Uh. It's fine. You don't have to go to a party. It's fine. It's better you're better off not going to a party. It's you're cooler for not getting for uh, when I'm not invited
0: hey, if buddy. you don't
1: get invited to hey. a party. It's fine.
0: Buddy, buddy.
1: Yeah.
0: You want a pudding cup? <laughs> want a pudding cup, maybe? I'll bring a pudding a cup. Bit. Okay. Okay.
3: Um I got three
0: good you're a good guy. (laughs) You're a good boy. (laughs) I
3: I got I got three quick things to say. Number one, yo, the knots shows up on Madlock? I had no idea. I'm gonna be be checking that out. He
1: shows up as as the next door neighbor. Okay. Uh
3: second thing is I really like the image of Michael sitting on his couch listening to the record player just being like, it's just the way he shakes those chains. You know what I mean? (laughs) Really, really should get more than just
1: sound effects records, huh? And
3: the third thing, audience, just between you and me, you guys know that going to parties and doing illegal drugs is awesome. All, all that stuff I said about it being a bummer, that was just for Michael's sake, because he never got to go to any party. So we know that it's great, but you know, between you and me, I'm just saying, that was all for him. And yes, Michael, going to parties- yes. And doing drugs, it's, it's a real bummer. It's, it stinks, so you, you didn't miss anything, trust me.
1: Uh, hey, look, yeah. you know what's cooler than parties? Mm-hmm. Mario Kart, because the computer <laughs> has to be your friend. <laughs> it has no choice. That's uh, right.
3: <laughs> uh, all right, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next episode with another great... Story Song. I don't have
1: to go to your parties. That's it's fine.
3: <laughs> In the meantime, uh, if you could follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, we would certainly appreciate it. Uh, come on back next time. Like I said, this has been the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney.
0: I'm Rachel Oaks.
1: And I'm Michael Cazell. and I'm uninvited. We'll
3: catch you next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And goodbye.
0: Bye.
3: our theme music was written and performed by jason flowers Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our
1: bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song Podcast.
0: And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the Story Song Yeah, that was good. That That's, was good.
3: That was the right energy.
0: That's right. That was Should like a lane. A that was like a lane stretch after she got some <laughs> yeah, rest. That was, that was the yeah, second day. Yeah, that was the next day.
1: day. Yeah, rest. Um
4: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football